I'm going to be honest with you. I've got no energy. This is going to be just a, a real exercise in futility tonight. Like pulling comedy teeth out of a comedy mouth. Insert dentist reference here. This is a touch of grass. My name's Matt. My name's Colin. Oh boy, that's kind of, that's what you got to look forward to tonight. Top-notch comedy. In addition to a discussion about a new show. Yes. Coming. Uh, we've also got a new show. Well, it's not a new show. It's an existing show as our sponsor tonight. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe this show's still on the air. But I can't believe that they gave us money. That's what I like most about the show. Yeah, I believe in that. Yeah. Uh, we, we're also going to talk about a criminal on the loose <laughs> doing horrendous things in, uh, you can probably guess, the state. <laughs> yes, it's it's the only state where crime happens, apparently. Well, or this the, kind of crime. This, if yeah. I were to tell you <laughs> yeah. what's happening... You'd be like, ah, it's happening here. Exactly. Uh, of course, we'll wrap it up with the Wheel of Closers. And But first, oh, Lordy, but first, we're going to say, uh, what, what's the first thing that we do here well, on the show? Well, it's that, uh, you know. What you drinking? That, uh, that drink, <laughs> that drink is staring me down here. Yeah, we've uh, been going through some pumpkin beers uh, the past uh, few weeks. Uh, you know, it's it's fall. That's when they they come out. You're not going to get this stuff in April. So now's the time to to grab the bull by the horns and yeah, uh, there's a pumpkin beer. So <laughs> it's almost Thanksgiving. Yes. I mean, well, it will be in another three weeks. But <laughs> so it's closer right, to Thanksgiving than April. As they say, it's right around the corner. Sure, sure, it's right down the road. Uh, tonight we're drinking Jawjacker from Arcadia Ales. Love me some Jawjacker. What I love about it is I know the name of the beer, and I know the name of the company who made it. You've done a good job, Arcadia. Yeah, so far, so good, which is uh, a lot better than some of the other selections we've had on the show uh, can say. Uh, we, we know who makes it. We know the name. Uh, and uh, one label. Not, not None of this fancy label on the back BS. Yeah. This is, this is keep the, it simple. This is the beer. This is where we're from. This is how much alcohol is in it. Good night. Thank you. It's a, it's a lovely image of a, a giant pumpkin trying to eat, I don't know, the world, whatever. It's it's a menacing pumpkin with with fangs. Arcadia Brewing Company from Kalamazoo, Michigan, a city with rich brewing history. Is that right? Yeah, that's what? where that's where, uh, where, where Bell's that's where Bell's started or yeah. is from. Now, of. now correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is one of the eight businesses still in Michigan. There's nothing else <laughs> left there, right? Yeah. It, this is one of the eight. Uh, there's the Lions. Uh, there's the Pistons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's uh, the Tigers. Chrysler is still there, too. Cr- Chrysler. You know, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. Uh, Arcadia Ales. We're counting Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram as one. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, Not yeah. Like four, of course. And uh, and there's Bells. And uh, I don't know, some some other people, some sanitation people, perhaps. Just some yeah. people like left in the government. And that's really it. The, the rest of the place is just like... It's like Mad Max, no, as far right, as I understand. It's right down the road, uh, so we can't disparage it too much. But but that's the, you know, look, I read the news, I read articles, and I know the I know what's happening up there. <laughs> right. Let's see what's going to go down here. Let's uh, let's open these things up. Okay, I got this uh, shitty little keychain thing. Yeah, there we go. There's there's yours. There's right. your one. Right. Uh, okay. Now get in there and let me know how this uh, how this uh, jawjacker's doing. Well, it smells like it smells like a pumpkin beer, but it doesn't smell 
Very appetizing. I'm gonna go in and see if, what what uh, actually tastes like, though. Uh, Jaw Jacker, I am uh, I am excited. Six percent alcohol. You don't normally see the high alcohol or the higher alcohol content. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's not these, high. Yeah, uh, you know these uh, pumpkin spice beers. It it's a beer. Uh, I'm gonna go in again for another sip. Because they're mostly for those uh, those PSL drinkers. The uh, pumpkin spice latte uh, selfie taken <laughs> duck face bitches who I want to try a beer. Don't you think that's that's the market that well, the, the I think pumpkin th- beers are going after? I think they'll like this because there's not a whole lot of flavor to it. It, it is a beer, <laughs> and there is certainly a resemblance of, of pumpkin stuff, but there's not a whole lot in there. You see someone with Ugg boots drinking this? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. If uh, if their Crocs don't fit, then they'll put on their Ugg boots and have a sip. <laughs> yeah, get their selfie sticks out. That's not out. bad. That's not bad. I just tasted it. It's That's, not uh, bad. It's just kind of like it's beer. Now it doesn't seem that there is uh, any pump actual pumpkin involved. A lot of it's, pumpkin beers like to say that there's actual pumpkin involved, but this one's not going to spew any bullshit. They're just saying cinnamon, allspice, and nutmeg. Yeah, That's there's pumpkin spice essentially. Yeah, exactly. That's all that's in it. There's no. It's not very thick. They're usually a bit thicker than this. Most mm. pumpkin beers. It is just. It's, it's fine. palatable. It's palatable. I mean, if I were to compare it to my favorite pumpkin beer, Shalafli's Pumpkin Ale uh, from St. Louis, mm-hmm. I'd say it's uh, it's up there as far as expectations. It's the Jurassic Park 3 of beers. It's fine. It's It should be better, but it's not awful. It's fine. It's serviceable. And then when you're done, you're done, and you move on with your life. And you never see it again. <laughs> Yeah, but give it a try. Yeah, Goodness knows, it's, it's worth a shot one time. I enjoyed it more than any of the other beers that we had last year that were pumpkin beers. I'll say that, but all those were dog shit. So, <laughs> uh, it's time to check in with our sponsor. Hooray! Oh man, uh, so this show is 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 back for season two. I, I can't believe it's still on the air. Uh, what? It's just on the air. It's just. Society. Get ready for a whole new season. I don't care what instrument he plays. I don't want no ching chong ding dong dating my daughter. My racist dad. Tuesdays at nine. God damn it. My racist dad is still on the air. Who's watching the shit? The elderly. That's yeah. who's watching it. Yeah. Like, I like it because I don't have to think. <laughs> Greatest generation. Whatever. Uh, hey, let's open it. What's in the mail sack? Ha! Uh, so this week's mail sack, which came in, I believe, via email, right? You are correct. Yeah. And how's that email address spelled? It is spelled mail sack at a touch of net. Those aren't letters. Well, but I get it. Mail sack, M-A-I-L sack. Yeah. yeah, if you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. If you yeah, give okay. a man a fishing pole, he'll beat someone and make them do it. I don't get it. How about an email? How about a website? A uh, website, a touchofcrest.net. Hey, that's in the email address. Easy to remember. How yeah. do you get us? Uh, get to us on Twitter if there is such a thing. A touch of crest. That's our handle. All right. Yeah. If you don't get to us, the the reason is that you're you're, you're too busy breaking the law. And just not contributing to society, really, is, is the reason. So stop that and write in. So this email comes from Brandon. Uh, the subject is tiny houses. And Brandon writes, fuck them and the unbearable hipsters who live in them. Your thoughts? <laughs> That's uh, short and sweet. We like those. <laughs> he could have sent that in a tweet. <laughs> he uh, could have. 
Yeah, not that we didn't have a great time with uh, with with Superfan Brian's long ass email last yes, week. We, we got had polar a opposites time. here. Yeah. yeah, that was great. That was fine. You can do that if you want, but short and sweet's good too. All all forms are welcome. Thank so you. So the the tiny houses thing. Now see. I am one of, I'm sure, millions of people who have actually considered this. Before I bought the house that we're in right now, Mm -hmm. uh, which was a cheap house, and that was what I was going for, and that's why the tiny houses thing appealed to me, Mm -hmm. because the economy's in the shitter, and I don't want to have to pay a mortgage or rent. Why not buy a tiny little house on a couple wheels and and drag it out into the middle of nowhere, buy a little bit of land for maybe 10, 15 grand out there, in the middle of the woods and just park it there and be done with it already. So you don't want to be like a hipster where you just like cart your house around into urban areas. I want to be another word that starts with an H. A fucking hermit. Gross. And I mean, that idea just really appealed to me. You know, living not off the grid, but below the grid. If you had a tiny house, you wouldn't have room for a studio. Well, maybe I would have a tiny little space for the studio. <laughs> I don't know. We just we would just have a closet where we would stand like next to each other. I like looking being lovingly cozy. into each other's eyes. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't need a whole lot. With every generation, they challenge the norms of the previous. And yes, so but, that's why this thing is catching on, the tiny houses. But when hipsters do it, it's fucking pretentious when they do it. Like, they think like they fucking figured it out, that they don't need anything more than this, that anyone that needs more than this is some kind of capitalistic piece of shit. Yeah, that's, like, that's where it goes wrong is when they start shoving their ideology in your face. It's like, no, you just don't have fucking money. That's the problem. Yeah, and that is and that is really the core reason why these people want these houses because yeah. they don't have any fucking yeah. money. Yeah, you're trying to justify not having much money with you know having some kind of philosophy on life, and it's not fucking true. <laughs> They're the same people that say I don't own a TV. Well, uh, and fuck they make a point you. of telling you. Yeah, exactly. Well, you figured it all out, didn't you? I don't you? even own a TV. I don't have room for it in my tiny house. Well, you know what. Leave society. We don't want you. I got to tell you, though, I, I wouldn't mind trying the tiny house thing. Like, if I if if I had a little extra cash and I had enough money to buy, you know, like, a little bit of land out, you know, in the woods somewhere, I, I wouldn't want to put up a big house. I mean, I would if I had the money, but if I don't, then I'll put I'll settle for a tiny house. Have you, ever cool tr- have you ever tried to live in a studio cozy? apartment? I, I, uh, have, have, I've had a one bedroom. Have you ever been in a studio apartment with another person? It's like you, you can't. It's like you tr- want to claw your skin off. Like I can't get away from you. You're everywhere. At the time I was considering it, though, I was single, you know, and and now I'm married and with a couple of dogs and 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 so I need the house. So it would have been a poor investment, is what you're saying. In my future, yes, it exactly. would have. It would have been me thinking, well, I'm not going to get married. I don't want any pets. I don't. Uh, fuck kids and and so <laughs> well, I'm let's just not gonna... let's not go Jared Fogel in this situation. <laughs> uh, thanks, Brandon. Uh, and if you want to write in again, mail sack at a touch of or that website a touch of you can leave a comment. You can leave. I think there's a little space there now in the newly redesigned a touch of uh, where you can uh, write into the show, uh, or you can just send us a tweet at a touch of on Twitter. Yeah, get off your ass and then put your ass in front of a computer. And then write to us. 
What's happening on My Racist Dad? Get ready for a whole new season. Hey, Desi Arnaz, clean the pomade out of your ears and get me the burrito I ordered. My Racist Dad, Tuesdays at 9. Just a monster. We don't endorse the show, but we'll take the money. That's right. Um, Silence is not consent. All right, so Cullen, there is a uh, there is a crime spree happening in the small town of Vero Beach, Florida. Like, Have you d- heard of Vero Beach, Florida? No, of course kind not. Kind of uh, you you look at Florida and uh, you, you see the east coast of Florida, okay. and that's a long east coast. It's about right in the middle. Vero Beach, it's a beach town in Florida. Uh, about fifteen thousand people live there, and there is a problem. There's a guy going around to local businesses, a lot of bars, yeah, but just any local business with a public bathroom, and he's drilling glory holes <laughs> in the fucking stalls. He's drilling yeah. glory holes. It's probably yeah, probably bars makes more sense. I don't see him going into like accounting firms and just you know drilling holes like all right, <laughs> in case an accountant wants a wants a blowy in the stall. There's one. I, I hit up Jackson Hewitt this week. <laughs> Where's the Kinkos? I'm gonna make sure those minimum wage people get a HJ. Uh, yeah, like who? <laughs> HJ. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you could do an HJ through a glory hole. I don't know. I've never, I've never been on either end of it. I'm just. I, neither you know. have I. Yeah. But who, who's taking it upon themselves, doing one glory hole is, is enough to do it across the entire town. Just, just he's like glory hole Batman. He's like it's the, weird. He's like the Johnny Appleseed of glory <laughs> yes, holes. He is. He is. <laughs> There'll be legends sung about him. He's spreading glory holes <laughs> all over, Johnny, all over the country. Johnny Glory Hole. <laughs> Come listen to the tale of Johnny Glory Hole. No, no, he doesn't deserve a song yet. <laughs> well, yeah, he'll be a local legend, and that's 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 notable for him. How is no one catching him? How is no one seeing this person walking into a uh, multiple bathroom or uh, restrooms with a power drill? You know, he's not going in there with a fucking hand crank. He's yeah. going in there power drill. He's got to. I mean, he's got to be quick about it, right? Exactly. And I and I wonder, like, are the are the sides of the hole smooth? I mean, they have to be, right? I mean, is he gonna bevel, you know, around so that <laughs> right. so nobody gets <laughs> put some caulking around there to make a nice smooth entry? Yeah, you don't want to shard. Yeah. But I would imagine that most glory holes in most places are also somewhat crudely uh, installed, as it were, right? Yeah, yeah it's not like... it's not like... It, it's, it's not like you call up an installation team for a glory hole. It's just a person <laughs> that's just like, you know what? I come to this bathroom a lot. I'd like some anonymous dick sucking. I've got a drill at home. Why not? <laughs> you, you, you do it once. You don't fucking go from bar to bar do it. I mean, I assume you don't go from bar to bar doing it. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever heard of a... Glory hole crime spree. <laughs> the scene you got to think about where you find glory holes. You know, you're not going to find them at the Four Seasons. You're going to find them at some seedy place. Mm-hmm. And so, if if there if it if the glory hole looks like there's a, been a lot of work put into it, you almost don't want to go there, right? <laughs> it's like going to see a punk band in a really nice venue. It doesn't something doesn't feel right about it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what we saying the the quality glory holes the ones that are a bit more rugged oh yeah is that what you're saying that's what you go in for right <laughs> you want a glory hole with some character <laughs> you don't want a bunch of spit and polish on it I mean there's gonna get spit on it but you know sure. you don't want it to be too crisp and clean <laughs> you want it to be earthy you want it 
Yeah, what, you don't want a glory hole that sells out, is what you're saying. <laughs> this guy, this guy is, uh, he's just, he's just spreading the love, really. <laughs> or he's In certainly way, spreading something, he's spreading, isn't he? Well, he's spreading something. Uh, plan your vacations accordingly, I guess. <laughs> you, you could go on a walking tour of the glory holes. <laughs> Now, over here we got one. This was installed just last week. It's gotten a lot of use out of it. The the floor, as you can tell, is, well, there's a, a smooth sheen to it. There's been so much use around the hole here. But uh, the, the point is that we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll come in here. We'll be in this bar for about 20 minutes. Do what you got to do. No questions asked. And we'll move on to the next location. Uh, that one's a bit bigger for your, for, for, for your wider fellas. Yeah, somebody needs to buy up VeroBeachGloryHoleDirectory.net or something like that. You know what I mean? They can make some money. Get Ex- tours. <laughs> exactly. Selling maps on the side of the road. See the glory holes of the greater area. Are you listening, travel entrepreneurs? That one's free. Make a negative a positive. <laughs> Just like Salem did. <laughs> instead of instead of witches or people being murdered off of superstition, it's just people getting oral pleasure in a bathroom. Uh, all right. So yeah, uh, uh, thank you, Florida, for another nugget. Uh, hey, I I heard that uh, that there's something new coming to television. Well, I guess it's not something new. It's 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 bringing back some. It's a new version of something we've seen a lot of times. There's a new Star Trek series. There's a new Star Trek coming in 2017. Yes, that's the. That's we gotta what... wait until. What is it, January 2017? I Something believe like that? that's correct. Uh, yeah, that's they announced it earlier this week. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be on the CBS All Access, which is just well, like no, it's gonna be on the CBS Network, and then they all the per, the the premiere episode will be on CBS, and then all episodes after that will be on CBS. So it's gonna be on demand only. Yes, you, oh. have, you have to pay. Five ninety nine to get the CBS All Access Pass, so you can watch Star Trek and all the other bullshit that they have on this service. Look, I know times have changed. I'm aware of that, mm-hmm. but I think where Star Trek screws up is when they try to when they try to add some kind of weird modern theme to it, and they don't stick to the original formula. What do you What do you mean? Well, I mean, you look at you look at Star Trek series. Uh, the original Star Trek obviously didn't do terribly well, but it lasted what three, four seasons? Three seasons. Three seasons, and then Next Generation—that was the big revival. Mm-hmm. You know, after the movies, of course, uh, TNG came along, and yeah, there wasn't the internet then, but it did well. Voyager did great. Deep Space Nine did fine, uh, and, and they all ran for a while. And then along came Enterprise, which was a decent show. But no, it wasn't. Okay, but it wasn't a decent show because because why? I don't know. It just wasn't Star Trek. It was a space show that it wasn't very good. It didn't really follow the themes of the original Star Treks and the next generation. Because they tried to make it sexy. Mm-hmm. Star Trek isn't sexy. It no. doesn't have to be sexy. No, I mean, I think the whole reason it has the following it has is because it's not sexy. Because everything has to be sexy anymore, doesn't it? And it so, does. And, and you bring something along that's not... People are going to maybe pay attention to it, or at least your core audience is. 
So, I mean, what are they going to do with this new Star Trek? They haven't announced, like, what timeline it is, if it's with the original timeline, or I assume it's with the rebooted timeline, I would assume. They brought Alex Kurtzman in to be the showrunner. Yeah, exactly. And he, you know, wrote the screenplays, along with some other folks, of uh, the the two new Star Treks done by J.J. Abrams, the movies. Correct, correct. Uh, And so he's going to have his touch on it. So, uh, look, there wasn't a whole lot of science in the new Star Wars or Star Trek. No, everything was was run, 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 it move, was move, sex. move. It, was, yeah. it wasn't sex. It was sexy. You know, it was flashy. It was lens flares. It was J.J. Abrams for fuck's sake. Yeah, I don't know how many, I wonder how many uh, Beastie Boy songs will be in the new series. <laughs> so it was all fun where the, the whole thing that, that we got from Star Trek before was, you know, about, about science, science fiction, uh, discovery, and you know, and peace. Yeah. And like the new one isn't really about that. It's about it's adventure. Yeah, and that's fine too. I enjoy. I like. There's only two Star Trek movies I don't like, so I'll, I'll watch any of them. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Don't don't get us wrong. We liked the new Star Trek, but it wasn't quite Star Trek as we remembered it. Now that doesn't mean that we can't have a renaissance. With respect to Star Trek, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean we can't be open to new ideas, these ideas. That's fine. But for a series to be viable, I think that we need to get back to the roots. Yeah, you think so? What about, uh, speaking of of Star Trek here, uh, what do you think about uh, the next one? Are Are you excited about the next one? Uh, Simon Pegg wrote it, right? He he, he, uh, he co-wrote it with someone else. I do not remember who. So but Simon he, he wrote Pegg's it, yeah. got some writing cred on it. Correct. So I am excited about that. Mm-hmm. And he is a Star Trek fan. Damn right. But I'm not crazy about the title. <laughs> I, and when I first saw it, I thought, is that a working? Tell me that's a working title. You don't like the title Star Trek Beyond? No. <laughs> the fuck is that? Star Trek Beyond. What? Wait, 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 that could be anything. <laughs> Maybe that's the point. I mean, into, adventure discovery into darkness was at least that was like, what is that? Beyond, it's like, oh god, that could be fucking anything. <laughs> Literally anything. Would it be better if it was to infinity and beyond? Would that be better? No, of course not. Well, I don't know. I'm just trying to spitball ideas to make it better for you. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just I, I saw it and I I just thought, oh god, I don't know. I, I am excited. I will go and see it, of course, and I'm sure it'll be great. But the title's not hooking me. They don't need to attract you. They don't fucking care. They know they got your money. Well, that's true. They need all the the periphery people. They need, they need the mainstream people. They need that money. You you're a lock. Let's um, let's just hope that the new television series, which again premieres in uh, 2017, uh, is worth our time. When will Beyond be in theaters? I believe it's next year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then we'll get the movie before we get the new yes. TV series. And I, I look forward to torrenting uh, uh, the new Star Trek series, so I don't have to give any money to CBS. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of television networks... Get ready for a whole new season. You'll never win the war on Christmas, Horowitz! My Racist Dad. Tuesdays at 9. Thanks, my Fucking Fox News watching asshole. (laughs) Uh, Hey, uh, that thing in the corner, do it! This is the part of the show where we gotta wrap things up, and uh, the hell if we know how to wrap things up, so we spin that wheel, and wherever it lands, that's how we do it. 
and we've landed on interview with an old man. Oh, okay. So this is the new wheel. This is one of the options that we haven't yet landed on. Correct. I feel like we've landed on circle jerks <laughs> an exorbitant amount of times. A couple times. We've landed on a few of these more times than we had intended, but mm-hmm. this is the first first time for uh, interview with an old man, and we happen to have an old man uh, standing by. Hey, Cliff, are you there? Oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Cliff. I'm glad you called, Dan. It's our first opportunity to really uh, talk to you. We see you around town. We I've don't talk a whole lot. I've never been on the radio before. This well, is, it's, uh, this is great. This is not exactly the radio. It's fine. It's an what old. What do you mean? What is it? It's uh, it's on. It's online. It's on the internet. Oh, Have you I heard don't about know that? Nothing about that internet. The crazy computer TV phones everybody's walking around with. Yeah. That, yeah. Not a big technology bug. No, I still read the newspaper every day. And uh, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> really? What else are you proud of, uh, Cliff? Well, I'm proud of my furniture store, which closed back in the Reagan administration, uh, <sighs> because uh, because you know I was getting I was getting all the competition from uh, all that cheap furniture coming over from China, and I just couldn't compete with my high quality Amish made American furniture. You know, the Amish still make furniture. I don't know what the problem is. I know, but their prices are outrageous. <laughs> and I couldn't compete. What kind of furniture did you sell, Cliff? Well, you know, you could find your chest of drawers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could find, uh, well, you could, for that matter, a whole bedroom set. And we had sofas and we had recliners and we had, a, uh, we had yeah. the first... We had the first ever contract with Lazy Boy back in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And so we sold the first and only Lazy Boys for about four years until Remke's opened up across the street. And then they had Lazy Boys, and that yeah. was the beginning of the end for us. Yeah, even that... though we were open for another 20 years after that. Yeah, that was that was the furniture war of, of 66, I believe. I remember hearing about that. It was, it's in, was uh, in the uh, the papers. Well, Cliff, you know, it sounds like you were in the furniture game for a long time. What drew you to it? Money. <laughs> that was it? That, that's the start and the finish? Yeah, the money was good. Well, people got to... So you didn't have a passion for furniture? Passion? What do you mean? Everybody's got to have a passion these days. Everybody got... Nobody can just have a job for the money. Nobody can just... You just got to... You got to have a passion for it. Nobody can just buckle down and have a job or own a store just because they want money. So you just... You mean to tell me that I can't have a store just because I like money? So did you go into work every day just like fucking hating it, and but but you loved the money part of it? Was that it? I mean, work is terrible. Work, work is awful no matter who you are, right? <laughs> but you do it so you can have money. What would you do with all that money, Cliff, that you got from selling all that furniture? Well, I mean, I bought a house. I, uh, I, I've owned a few cars. I got a, I got a, a, a 1968 Toronado still out in yeah. the garage. But what of love, Cliff? Did it, did, did all that money find you any love? Well, it paid for four divorces. <laughs> so. What what do what do you believe in then, Cliff? Well, in my opinion, love is just propaganda made by the greeting card companies. God, that is that is an unfortunate life you've you've led. Uh, I, I I I 
I'm not a, I'm not a man who prays, but I'll pray for you tonight, Cliff. Yeah, well, we done or what? <laughs> we're, we're done. Go take care of your goldfish. Yeah, all right, we'll see ya. <laughs> you know he watches my racist dad. You know oh, he yeah, watches no, he's, that. He's, 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 it's appointment television for him. I'm sure he had to buy one of those uh, digital TV converters and... He, he was angry that he had to do anything to his television to be able to get his shows. What on earth did we learn tonight? Uh, we learned that um, old people are the worst. Yeah. Uh, we learned uh, there's a folk here up there that just wants people to get blown. <laughs> men to blow other men. I guess. <laughs> he just, that's how it works. He just, he just wants guys to get their dick wet. That's all he cares about. Yeah, Whatever. In the town of Vero Beach, Florida. Yes. And uh, we learned that uh, CBS doesn't care about Star Trek. They just care about your money. <laughs> Imagine that. This is a touch of crass. My name's Matt. My name's Colin. Star Trek Beyond? Beyond what? <laughs> <laughs>